Hi, I'm Shari De Silva, curator of the Jeffrey Bauer Art and Archival Collections at the Lunaganga Trust. This podcast is part of the Bauer 100 program, a celebration of the architect's 100th birthday. Jeffrey Bauer was famously silent about his work. There are only a handful of records where he opens up about his influences, routines, and practice. He also rarely saved material like correspondence or sketches, which often form the core parts of an archive. The Oral Histories Project tries to fill this void by collecting the memories, stories, and experiences of Bawa's friends, clients, and colleagues. Thank you for tuning in. Today we have a rather special episode on our Oral Histories podcast series. A conversation with four close friends. With me on the program are architects Amila Demel, Chana Daswathe, Haimadalya Pena, and Sumangala Jayathalaka. I met with them at number 11, Jeffrey Bauer's residence, in the office of the same space in which they all worked with Jeffrey as young architects in the late 80s and early 90s. We discussed their experience of working on landmark projects such as the Kandalam Hotel and the Singapore Cloud Centre, and the atmosphere of working in the office at this time, the last phase of Bawa's practice, and a unique period in which several important projects were designed. So could we just start with when each of you started working at this office and also how long you were each here? Well, I started in... I think it was April 93, for around six months. So I started in November 91, and uh, yeah, went on till, I don't know when it was, when the office closed in 2003, I suppose, eventually when we wound down the practice. Yeah, for that, that period. Amila, you came in August. August uh, 91. 91, yes. Um, to arrange slides. Yes. To arrange flowers. Arrange no, slides. slides. Oh, <laughs> and uh, then worked till 95, I think. You worked till 95, 95 yes. Six, and then when did you go, and you took off a little bit to... Um, no, I went to school. You just or went college. straight to school and didn't come back. No. By then, Jeffrey was ill when you came back. I think I started somewhere towards the end of 87. Yes. <coughs> um, and then... Went back to school for 1990. And 91, you came about the same time I came. Yeah, then I came back. November 91, yeah. Yeah, then. We both entered the office literally within the same week. Same time, I think. Or before. Maybe a few weeks before or months before. Yeah, because on Kandalam, the whole team had to pull it together. And then came back again. Got from it. 90, no, it was because of school. I, I, so you came in 91, I then you worked for a year, right? You worked with us for a year, which was your year out. Yeah, and then went back. Then went back to school and then went off to Cambridge. And then came back. And came back after Cambridge. Yeah, 95. And then somewhere in the, maybe March, April, I think, 96, I went away. To Singapore. Yeah. So was there a time when you were 
I, I never worked with Shimanga. Yeah. I think we were just a draftsman, so it's not like we worked on projects together. We were told, oh, we draw this. And we drew, no? Wasn't that idiot? Yes, and, and basically it seemed to me that we all worked on every single project of one. Mm. Yes, that's yeah. two or three, um, two or three big ones, two. Yes. And then a few houses that would or would not materialize. Yes, I think we started. 91, we must have started in, uh, let's say, when I came in November, it was really about, um, I think when I came, the big thing was Kandalama had started, but I think we worked on something called Banyan Tree or something. Yeah. Yes, that's right. In uh, Binta, in the Binta. Yes. And that's we all had to draw these drawings. Yeah, yeah. It uh, was the three of us certainly worked on yes. that. Yeah. And Kandalama. Kandanama was happening, but I remember Bintan, we had to, in November, we had to finish it off and then Dilshan went off and you did that cartoon to say, please bring us chocolates. Yeah, that, that yeah. and there were various kinds. It was an interesting project. It was the Bintan Island. Eventually it got built in some form. Then was they not did. Bawa. Yeah, yeah not Jeffrey, not, not but they used his designs. And that must have been one of the first buildings that set off the whole, the, the tropical thing which came from Jeffrey, and what was that, Huang Ping Ho. The, there was a developer. client, developer, yeah. and his brother who was an architect, and I remember meeting them years later. And I think we all worked on that, and multi-story house, I saw it all. And we had to all follow Sumangala's style, of course. Yes. Drawing. It was a nice style. Yes, I remember yeah. drawing millions of banyan trees. And like little, mm. big, little big leaves mm. and all, and we saw, by God. He set such an awful trend that we all no, had to no, no, follow. No, no, no. What's, 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 what's true? <laughs> Who was? Yeah, I didn't ask him to follow, did I? But, so he didn't, he didn't ask us to follow, but Jeffrey wanted the, the drawings to be done in a particular way. No, I think his building, I think the difference is that I used to show his building and uh, yes. cover it. Yeah. I think that was. Yeah, that's right. I think it's Lunugaga drawings that came about. But anyway, that's that. But yeah, so so that that was the first project. And then between Kandalam and I think Subangal, you and I went on that wonderful yes. uh, site visit with Nilroy. <laughs> and I was sleeping in the back, you remember? <laughs> yes, yes. You can describe that. You were the one who was awake. I was asleep. Yeah, Nilroy Mil used to do this all the time, like very quick drives up to Kandalam because he was obsessed with the project, which is nice. And and he would do it like in a day without effortlessly because the drive. I mean, those days of course there were fewer cars on the road. But so. the roads were terrible. And the yeah, traffic was uh, And he would drive yeah. so fast and then drive back so fast as well. And then one night we were driving back. I think we were doing day trips. We were doing day trips because uh, there was no place to stay except for that. Yeah, we just drove straight into a huge manhole in Nagala town. <laughs> so, like, like, we just raced up and then broke the bus car, which he has borrowed for the day. <laughs> crazy trips. Yeah, that was funny. But, um, yeah. So, with Kandama, were you each working on specific aspects of the project, or was it sort of 
depending on what you had an early start on that. And also, you were very involved with the survey. Uh, at one point, I remember going with uh, to Anna set it out. To set it out because. The but before that, if you say like, you remember, there's a very beautiful drawing in the archive, which is with Suma, which is a Sumangala drawing, which I think you had been told to do for Aitken Spencer's annual report. Ah yes. And you had put the hotel right against the hill. Yes. yes. So I don't know what, whether there were drawings of that. You remember Dilshan? No, Dilshan yeah, made Dilshan. a model based on what it could be. Which was and against the hill. Yeah, and based on that, we did a. You did a drawing. We made a drawing for that. But there were no plans or anything for that. No just basics, ideas, yeah. and there were basic ideas of where. The spine of so the, the model. Yeah. No, we didn't keep. We didn't have a habit of keeping models in this office. We just, I mean, they were just. There are pictures. There's a pic. There are certainly pictures in those. Yes. In there, there were piles of pictures taken, normal photograph pictures. And there are piles of them in these cupboards and boxes. And you would have pictures. I remember those pictures. Mm. I have Just like they were basically card models, mm. which were then, and I think you had done a whole mm. landscape with, with, the, with the rock. And, uh, but I, I think, I have, I think I have one or two photographs from that time, but I don't know about uh, the model. Maybe one or two photographs of um, Mr. Bava on the rock, I think. Mm. When there was no Pandalam sitting there, I think there's with Milroy, I think there's one of the pictures somewhere. I'll have to find. And what was it like working when you were in your early 20s on this project with someone who had been practicing them for so long? What was it like? But I don't, yeah, I, I you're right. I mean, in many ways, we didn't stop to think. It was just, you just had to do it. I mean, there was, I mean, Jeffrey would sit here and look over, and then he would scribble over our drawings, which I thought was not odd. <laughs> so all this hard work we put on these drawings, <laughs> and then he'd scribble over it and say, change it. And, and but, but I think he was, but I think we also, probably because he was older, I think he treated us like kind of, I mean, not grandchildren, but... Because yeah, I remember at Christmas or something, he would suddenly come and when it was just, just being alone, Dilshan, there yeah. was a time. And then he would come and throw Barbara Sansonis around on my drawing board, which was there, and said, for Christmas. And in a very shy walk away, <laughs> like, it's like too embarrassed to... Like, and I remember times when also um, he would say, let's go shopping. Mm -hmm. And we would all get into the 300 with the with the top down, remember? Mm. I remember going to Paradise. <coughs> yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Remember we say, let's go for a drive and we want him to take the big the car the big out and then let's go with the top down. And then he would, we would drive around and either stop yeah. at Paradise Road or something. And he's done it a few times actually. Yeah, yes. It was about uh, and Khandalamata, when he was getting stressed there yeah. a couple of times. But the good thing was also that he just get it. The fun bits of architecture and handed over the dots work. So everything we did in the, in the office was fun, actually. It was, and it, it was very easy to get involved with it and, and feel it, it was it was an interesting thing to be working on, something interesting and fun to be. It wasn't a conventional no, practice in any mm. way. Mm. 
That's true. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't because one thing he didn't want a fax machine here. I remember him refusing to have that fax <laughs> Thinking machine. Thinking of Charlie. Yeah. He refused <laughs> to have a computer. He preferred that old-fashioned. There was a golf ball typewriter right until the finish yeah. of all yeah. our projects in this yeah. office. Amila, after a huge, I mean, I remember you made a huge fuss at some point. My typing improved. I was very good typing. <laughs> yes, and then you got a, got, a, got a word processor, no? like a big, big thing like that. You <laughs> sat somewhere so here. And then the, the problem was by the time we had to make three copies, which was fine on the golf ball typewriter. Then when we had to make five or six copies, somebody said, can't do because the last copy didn't really, <laughs> she couldn't have it out. So no, she was the one who changed the office from the golf ball to the one. Really so she was really good. Really 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 I had to make so many lists because we did actually even select the cutlery and crockery for Pandit. Mm. Yeah. Well, the, the logo was a very interesting story because uh, marketing had decided to do a logo and they sent several several options. Mm. You remember? We sat around here and Jeffrey was there and I think I was there and yeah, we were yeah. all over here and we sat around and looked at these awful things. Which it was were, because Neptune, Triton, they had the Greek gods, The Greek right? gods, yeah. That they must name it after the Greek god after all. And the idea, I think, came from Mrs. Mack, who had said, let's call it the Sisyphus. <laughs> and Jeffrey said, it's far too close to the truth. <laughs> because by the time the yeah. naming process came, we had had so much trouble. And this idea that you name it after the green god who kept on pushing this rock up only to find it coming down again. <laughs> far too close to the truth. <laughs> And then he said, you already have all this marketing because all over the newspapers, it was the Kandalama Hotel, yeah, you know, the yeah. Kandalama Hotel, Kandalama Hotel. So he said, call it the Kandalama. Then came yeah. the logos for the Kandalama because it was cultural, it was historic mm -hmm. and all of that. So every logo was a lotus or some mm. awful combination of things. And then I think he... Yeah, but it was a collective thing. We all sat down and then we decided, I think it's the first time we did, like, it, it has to be local, then let it be local. Let it be local, yeah. And then, I think first time, no? We, it was yeah. the first time that a Sinhalese letter mm -hmm. had been used in a logo in this country. Yeah. It, has, it would have been used in yeah, writing yeah. and so on, but as a logo, no other company mm -hmm. used a Sinhalese letter as a logo in this country. It became the first. So after that, T and B and B and B and all of these things. Other than Rabo. Ra. Ram, that is the first. That's a good one. That's a good Yes. Yes, after Ra. Yes, that's right. And Dominic had this beautiful photograph of white Ra written on a red back. And and yes, the Ra conversation. So why can't we have Ka? And then Sumangala had done, you had somehow done a drawing of of lettering from the from the Damula caves. And the kind of from the Damula caves then became the logo for Kandamela. Mm -hmm. I think was the naming of all the spaces. So then when we said ka, was... then that came from them to say ka 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 ka, and that was like katakata mm -hmm. kata, and kata, went on. Ka kachan. I thought kachan. kachan was really lovely because the kachan is the wind that blows there in the uh, during the southwest yeah. monsoon here. It's the dry wind that blows through the dry zone that dries up the dry zone. Okay just pre-monsoon for the northeast. 
I thought that was really lovely because the kachan would blow through the lounge mm-hmm. and we just called it the kachan lounge yeah. or the kachan cafe, which was very beautiful. Kanchan or the golden lounge, I suppose, mm-hmm. I don't know. And katakata uh, kata was something odd, you know? I don't mm-hmm. know what that was. Ashapa, of course, was the yeah. final, the big room on top. Speciality restaurant. Mm-hmm. Speciality restaurant. And the Kaludia Bar. Kaludia Bar. Mm-hmm. That was the Kaludia Bar. Of course, reflecting on the Kaludia Pokura that was in the forest look, where which we were looking at. Um, and so on. So I think that excitement that you're talking about came from all of those levels. Mm-hmm. It was not like, you yeah. know, we are building a building. But yeah. how yeah. on the client side did that happen? Did, you know, was it kind of assumed that the office would do? That was not... That's not but I, I think don't think the client knew. I don't think the client knew what they were getting. Yeah, they just they just turned to him for everything. Yeah. No, it was also because I mean, Michael Mack trusted trusted him to do it, and he had been so successful with all their other projects. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. Neptune made money in the first year of operation. Triton took three years or five years. Can't be number twenty, but <laughs> or something like that. But yeah, I think it was total trust. Yeah, total trust that total he would. Total trust. Yeah. He will do and then there was an eye and that if you it would all be very kosher and proper and all of that. I mean there was I mean we didn't have to think about it, I don't think, no. Yeah, because the mm-hmm. artwork, the uniforms, the whole the type of music they play there. I remember being mm-hmm. told was taught about, yeah. No yeah. talked about not being able what will what will happen if they have a sound system. Mm-hmm. Five star requires a sound system. How do you cope with that? Having a sound system means there's going to be music, and what's the music? What's the music mm-hmm. going to be? Uh, then flower arrangements, you remember? Table centers. Mm-hmm. We then started designing objects that will look beautiful so that they will stop putting flowers in the middle. Because, we were like, because they were always very formal flowers in those days, like very formally arranged. Mm-hmm. So we, yeah, we designed objects. We designed objects to take away from their need to put a flower. Then, uh, and then edges and stuff, I remember. Didn't we do those angled edges? So that they won't keep ornaments. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the walls were slightly yeah. All walls were at an angle. <laughs> <laughs> no. So just simply so that nobody could keep a flower was or anything like that. So there are strategies we were not, I think. Yeah. And we had fun as well because yeah. when he came up with this idea, yeah. Then we would then go on a complete tangent yeah. and think about how this can be done. No, even, yeah. It was fantastic that way, you know, looking for people who would make these things. No, no, I mean, I did a lot of that, really. I mean, we were given a 50 million budget for Kandalama. And, and then, of course, they had forgotten that the lounge had to have more than six chairs. When they made the budget, they had made it with six chairs for the lounge, 40. That, that's, yes, the whole interior project. project the artwork, was artwork and interior, like the furniture, furniture things, everything was 50 million rupees. And really, Amila worked. And then he would take parts of that for his other things. <laughs> everything that we were not in the budget, he would say, oh, we put it from the artwork budget. And I could see the artwork budget. <laughs> and then we had to kind of do a miracle to make it all. Yeah. Do magic, get a piece that was this big, then mount it. And what was the, I mean, was it frantic? Was it, was it quick? It didn't feel like that. It didn't no. feel like It wasn't. Okay. I think they were totally immersed in it. As we had no other life also, no? very little of a life. Well, I think some of us did, actually. Oh, we did all hang out together. We did do other things. 
Mm. They used to go around the country. But there was time, I remember the three of us once came out and there, there was daylight and we didn't know what to do with us. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we were off at five o'clock. It was like, oh my God, now what is it? No, the timetable depended on his social engagement. Yes. Some, some days weekly, but six and some days. Yeah. Then we just would leave. It doesn't mean that we were so busy we couldn't leave. It, it meant that it was bored. <laughs> so, so I think that also sort of tells you something about the kind of respect we had for the notion that if the boss was around, you do not simply walk away. Yeah. And, and it went on. I mean, because, yes, as I said, there was no real need. It wasn't frantic, it was fast. Mm -hmm. But remember, there were five of us working on three projects. So. Yeah. And we only did the, the in-between bit, which was the legalese part, the, the legal part, was somebody else's problem. So the, the formal drawings, now you'll find the archive doesn't have any formal drawings of the current number. That's all with Milroy's office. That's what happened. Well, How do budgets work? Um, I mean, looking at it all now, where we would just not be allowed to do that. I mean, on Bent to the Beach, there's no way I can mm. do that. It's just got to go, go through a process. But at the time, we just had fun. We just, we did absolutely what we wanted. Of course, what was delivered in the end, I suppose, was one thing. It really good. Pretty good, yeah. And how often did he go to site and what do you think drove him? I think he loved work on site, yeah. actually, yeah. because he was, he was imagining what it will be like. And it was actually also very good fun going, yeah. and going to site with him. Maybe once in two weeks? Once in two weeks he used to go to yeah. Definitely once in two weeks. And staying and overnight and on towards the end. Yeah, yeah we would stay at... Uh, and it was fun, it really was always fun. Site was always fun. And I remember that moment when Milroy had forgotten. Oh no, we had done this double storied link and Jeffrey didn't like it. And you and I, six o'clock in the evening, had to climb up a mountain. Yeah, because it was like a double decker. No? It was like it's a double decker. Exactly. And then we set what the top layer back and, and it was done on site. There was no other way to do it. Mm. And, um, and it was always fantastic. I mean, and then come the evening, Arak would be offered, and then Amina. I also want Arak, and, and there was, remember, what's his name? Sheriff. Sheriff Dean, who refused to allow a woman you to drink. You passion fruit from him. Passion fruit for her, and everybody else got Arak and ice. He lasted, got it. Eventually, we all pour Arak into her passion fruit. <laughs> But yeah, I, I, for me, I think site visits were the best, really. They, they, they saw there are some very memorable moments on site, no? for all of us? Yes, I think all of us have had, you know. Yeah, it was unusual, as well as unusual as I think it can be okay. How I remember doing the mock-up room. Mm -hmm. And over, what do we have be, behind the bed? Oh, oh bed head. China, draw the bed head. Now draw Lucky's <laughs> picture of that. Um, and it was that sort of unconventional way of working. Nobody gets away with that sort of thing. He just wanted the bed head drawn. So he and it was, he was very visual. Yeah. Yes. His whole, mm -hmm. he's like, 
<laughs> it was not just concept. He had to see it. Yeah. And so there was, you know, with the pencil, you drew the bedhead on the on the wall, on the white wall. And then, yeah, that's how big Lucky's thing is going to be. And that's whatever. And, and, I, and, and there were so many things about that uh, that room that he was very unsure of. Well, it was the first, the first thing we designed was the room also. Yeah. Mm -hmm. While the whole, mm -hmm. there the, the entrance and whatever he had in his mind. But then after that, it was the room that he it after. He really that. That yeah. A-type room was like detailed to a core. And then we had no budget for the partitions. No, exactly. It was terrible. The quality of plywood. It's only in, in the refurbishment of 2006 that I eventually put in what we had what we had drawn. And there were originally also carpet floors in the. There were horrible carpet floors because yes. we couldn't afford the grey carpet. The grey mm -hmm. office carpet was all yes. beautiful. Well, fifty million rupees. What do you do? And, and of which half was gone. Half was gone anyway for other things that he had. <laughs> take it from the art and the interior budget. Yeah, it was a horrible grey carpet for the first few years. And this plyboard partition, but it looked fantastic. Mm -hmm. But even, even the plyboard partition had timber moulding. Just a Just a groove timber moulding. Mm -hmm. So even though it was cheap, it I mean, windows also had to be replaced thoroughly because they were there. They were very cheap aluminum, so we well we, we replaced them again. It lasted for that time until 2005, 2004, and then it started, it just became impossible. That um, was 10 years later. Yeah, that was 10 years later. So, I mean, I remember though, the, the, because of cheapness, we used, to, we used eucalyptus. And it was the first big Sri Lankan project to use eucalyptus wood, which we said should all be cut down anyway because eucalyptus is a horrible thing. Mm -hmm. And we said, let's use it. And, and the doors were made of eucalyptus and that became fashionable. They were quite handsome doors. They were very handsome doors. So, yeah, I don't know, well, Amila would be sketching the number plate and there, there would be somebody else coming with a chair and you remember that Dunstan? Dunstan. Right. And anyway, Dunstan would come, sir, a putua. And then the putua is so, now the putua has to be done. So, okay, we take blueprints, we stick them together, put it on the floor here. Jeffrey's here, Amina now drawing the number plate there. I'm laying things mm -hmm. on the ground and then take one of those chairs and put it on the side. So we take a normal chair, put it on the side. Now trace that. To okay, now angles. to get the right proportion. And then he said, okay, shift that here, shift this here. And suddenly a chair appears on this. And then Dunstan, Hadaganender. And so Dunstan takes this sketch. And he Hadagan enters the chair about three days later. Then we're supposed to sit on it, utterly dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> and then he would work on that. So the I mean frantic in many ways. These were no, these were no, these are are these, But even these, remember he should be the modified. And the prototypes coming in and out. Yeah. Yeah. Not smooth, Tweaking, you know, not yes. A little bit more of a twist here. But these originals were ebony. And smaller. Oh, Calaman, they're much Calaman. smaller. This has now become the standard, but this was made bigger for the cells, for the Simbad before, before my time, certainly. And then he decided to tweak it a little bit. These mm. four are actually samples. Because you see, that is slightly yeah. more twisted than this, yeah. is more twisted than. One will have a thing on the top, and one—that's right. That's because they're samples. And so, was 
Can we describe this trades and how this office, this house was used a little bit? Um, kind of in a way, did he sit? He sat here. This is, he sat at the table and we would come here when we needed work or whatever, we mm -hmm. had to show him something, we would come around here. Uh, there was a pan chest where that white, white column, column is next to, the column. next to the column. And on the plan chest, I remember there was a pecada and on that there was a Christ. And mm -hmm. the whole thing was placed on a pile of Lucky Sinanaika portfolios of drawings, peradinia drawings. Mm -hmm. And I had a drawing right. table there, so I sat there. Next to me was Sumangalama, who yeah. sat next to me on, the, on, on the that marble big marble table. table. So the first was Sumangalama, and Vipula sat next to me. Mm -hmm. yes. Amila sat here because she had to have access to the, the typewriter on the, <laughs> it's just inside Janet's room. Janet sat where Priyanka sits, and opposite her was a typewriter. So all of us had to go and do turns at the typewriter. And then there was a table behind, just below the... That's where you worked, Jaime. But wasn't that up on that pedestal? Yeah, up on the pedestal. On the bed. With precarious, yeah. 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 It was on there. Yeah. So one, two, three, four, five, right? Yeah, it was about There's five. always five, and there were various so people who came and But there were a few more. No, I think Budin came the following year. Uh, and I, I, I was in Sri Lanka, and I popped in regularly. But I don't think he was working on at the same time. Vipula was Ed was. Vipula Ed, me, Amila, Sumangala. Yeah. Team Peter. Cody. Cody. Was swimming to that as well. Yeah. yeah average five. I would think average five. No, keep on yeah. changing a bit. Uh, Did you use that whole house or really quite No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's a Generally we had yeah, we kind of didn't go that side. Yeah. I mean, unless you were called or you were... Well, the courtyard for cigarettes. Courtyard for cigarettes. And Janet screaming outside the window, Jaime, stop smoking, stop smoking. And Jaime used to smoke the most appalling cigarettes. Awful things. They smelled so terrible. Remember? Awful those were. And, and Janet used to get the smell and got very, very irritated. These were not air-conditioned, right? They were all open. And that space beyond that door was a little crummy corner, kind of damp. Then you went into the garage from that side. Yeah, basically, yeah. It's no, that, that window was oh, in sorry. front here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That window we pushed back when you wanted access directly to the archive. Otherwise, it was directly here. Yeah. And I then from, you could go to the garage only from the outside. And that was another place through which people escaped. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, except for clients, people came through that, that door. Yeah, only clients came through here. And all the other suppliers, us, mm -hmm. everyone came through the side gate. Yeah, that, that was uh, yeah. that was the way it actually worked. And the lift was there. The glass glaze the glazing and the it's drying goods are missing. Well, the big glass ball that was here is missing. Mm -hmm. Remember, it wasn't this little thing. It was a huge glass mm -hmm. ball, which was one of the lights from Parliament mm -hmm. in, in his time. Everything, including that horrible clock, was placed mm -hmm. where it is by him. Yeah. All of that. I mean, almost everything. This was full of his pens and things. With yellow pens? All of this is, everything here was collected and left 25 years ago. Uh, and in, yeah, in many ways. Mm. Yeah. I, I think that's really true. We tried to keep it that way. Yeah. It was always touching the moonstone, but then after we restored it, it got moved after. 
there was one thing that's missing there now. There was a beautiful glass painting, an Indian glass painting there. I think, uh, yeah, somewhere there. You remember that's like a, like a soldier or something? Very yeah. bright colored, red colored thing which broke. And I think we took it even to Germany after that, I think it broke. That's yeah, a Hugh Castle yeah. little of Triton. Mm, <coughs> you know, I, yeah. there was an architect, English architect. Yeah, Sir Hugh Castle, that's his. I even feel it's just there all the time. That, mm. Yes, which you discovered later, you remember? Yeah, you had to wash it with me. It was all a grey thing, and we never knew what it was. So he said, this is very ugly, this is all dusty. Took it out, sprayed it no. with water. Yeah, we put it in the bathtub. In the bathtub. <laughs> And you, I put we men washed it. And it looked fabulous. It looks and, fantastic. And then we asked, Are you sure you have a not seen it? And he looked at it. looks very bright. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally grey. It was just a, just brown. Dust. But so much he dust. heard how we cleaned it. He he was like, That's how we used to clean most things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's oil. Yeah. It's an oil. It still so, works, you know. It still looks good. And uh, the painting just below that came from James Tatham, mm -hmm. who used to work after Amina left. I think James came yes, yes. and worked at that desk, and that's the watercolor of the lighthouse. Most things are there still, yeah. Doesn't change. Hmm. Could you tell us a little bit about how you found your way here and what it was like to be? I mean, how I wasn't familiar with Sri Lanka at all. I, I had seen the, the White Book. And uh, a friend of my partner, uh, Sri Lankan, came to stay with us for New Year. And I was at the time working in Berlin. And he said, why are you working in such a dreadful place? And I said, well, let's work, and it's, it's, it's a fun place to be. Or you should be going to Sri Lanka. And I said, oh, of course I will. <laughs> she called Jeffrey straight away. Jeffrey, I have this friend, he's very intelligent, and you must give him a job. Uh, he said, well, send me a portfolio and a picture. I sent the portfolio, I didn't send a picture. <laughs> so... I called, or, yes, I called, or, obviously all of this is before emails or anything of the sort, so I have to post a portfolio and get it here and this and that and the other. I called a month later and he said, I may have a job, there is uh, Edward uh, who's thinking of going back to, to the UK, so give me a call in a couple of weeks. And I called two weeks later and he said, actually, he's staying on, so I don't have a job. And I said, well, do you mind? I've, I've made up my mind that I'm coming to Sri Lanka anyway. Do you mind if I come to the office once I'm there? And he said, yes, 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 please do. So I came and I got a job. Coming from Berlin to... Oh, it was a bit of a shock, actually. <laughs> I had never been to Asia before, and it was it a was cultural shock. And nothing worked. I mean, my, my European mind, making a telephone call the first few days that I wanted to travel around before I started 
work in the office. It was impossible. I mean, try to book a hotel, try to book a seat on a bus. I mean, these sort of things that you take for granted in, in Europe. And yeah, it was impossible. And things like that were... Oh, Premadas, I was just singing it the day after I arrived. It's boring. Curfew. At curfew. And then you stayed in that house. I had snakes and. Actually, well, snakes on the lake, not the flat cockroaches, actually, out of your ears. It was a wonderful place to be. He stayed at the Peter Pan Fernando house in the little room above the garage. Because the friend was Pam's sister, right? Exactly. The friend had, had worked as a secretary for Jeffrey's father when she was much younger. And it's through her that Jeffrey knew the Portuguese consul at the time for some reason, because I think she was then a, she knew Gabriel, Gabriel right. de Brito, who was this was the second in the Portuguese embassy. We had a Portuguese embassy in those days. And it was through him that Jeffrey got this book called Portuguese Plain Architecture, which I think in the 1960s hugely influenced the way the drawings are done and, and even some of the buildings that you see in, um, in, in the Good Shepherd uh, mm-hmm. convent in, in, in uh, in Hangwell, Hagasenum thing. And you see a lot of that. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the book, but it's a very, very important book which actually shifted some of the way he looked at vernacular architecture. And, and, and it's very interesting that eventually Jaime comes to work and mm-hmm. all of those little connections mm-hmm. kind of make it, make part of it. Um, and it was, I think Gabriel would have given him those books because it had just been published in the 60s. Fantastic survey of vernacular architecture in Portugal with these beautiful drawings. And I think Anura and others remember being asked to refer it when they were doing those drawings and so on. So that's another conversation. I don't know whether he came up with it, but certainly there were, there were moments when that became quite an important kind of moment in the drawing story. It's here. Mm. It's, it's in, in his bedroom. It's in his bedroom. Because it now comes in two volumes, or his is two volumes, and I have a single volume version of it, which is the second edition. Uh, it's a black and white color. It's in Portuguese. So obviously he only looked at the drawings. <laughs> <laughs> because I remember he gave it to me when I first went and stayed at Dunudanda. He came to the glass room I right. was sleeping, and right. he came and gave me this book and said, go through this, and then... Uh, you will see his drawings, mm-hmm. and there's a kind of way in which there is, I'm not saying he copied them, but you, you can see that Jeffrey was very, very fond of the way buildings were represented in that book. I just brought it up because of the connection mm-hmm. with, uh, with, with Well, Since we kind of touch on that, can, can you speak a little bit more about your experience with how he was thinking about representing the things in your experience of drawing that I think my, my as far as, as my work went, it was 
pretty much all the, all the conceptual work have been done and uh, we were concentrating on the detail, you know, on, on the interior. So it's, you don't really see the mind of work in the same way. I mean, you probably remember doing things with him on mm -hmm. club center and so on. So yeah, describe right. something of that. I mean, what was it like when he, I mean, when did he decide to have these pyramids? I'm very intrigued by that. I, I've never really worked that out. It, was he copying IMP? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I guess a lot of people would have thought that. Yeah, well, of course. And so, so you were part of that process. Yeah. No, I think he didn't want to do, um, a, like, of course it is a traditional form if you go back to pyramids, but, yeah. <laughs> but he didn't want to do what was, what he was known for perceived to be by others. I mean, he, I think he once told me that they expected him to come up with some kind of old colonial yeah, kind yeah, of and glass house. And yeah, uh, so how did he come up with the... I can't really remember how it happened. He started scribbling and... Well, that scribbling the page is just, yeah, it's there. Yeah, and then different forms and I can't remember exactly what happened. It was just scribbling form, and I don't think. It but you did all the you 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 did all the all the yeah. all the perspectives and yeah. so on. So what role did he have in that process? He only described actually. He didn't. He just said, "I want to be able to walk through with this lots of and there's like berms on either side. And can you make it? You know, like that. He didn't. He didn't draw, but he just said. Anyway. So in many ways, Shari, I think it was really about us being, things were described to us, either with mm -hmm. the yellow pencil on square rule paper, mm -hmm. and then we had to interpret what that might be. And then, and then show it to him to see whether that's what is in his mind's yeah. eye. Mm -hmm. So the thought was, I think, the way he worked was he knew what he wanted. He's imagining this like a 3D thing. I think if he was here now, he would have just simply worked directly with a 3D animator. I don't think you'd have had any of us around. <laughs> 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 because that's the way he worked at, at the yeah, end, right? I mean, yeah. he described to you the berms yeah. and the going through and the glass on top and then, and if you look at Sumangala's sketches for those which are all in your archive, they're like that. They're kind of mm. a, a descriptive scene, which yeah. then I think gets stitched up into a plan by, by us, really. Mm. No, and also I remember when he said like that the pyramids must emerge out of this lush forest. Forest. So I, I think I vaguely remember drawing something like that. But so it was. He was imagining that these are just sticking out. I think there were two or three. You know. I would be surprised if he was thinking of Mayan sort of you know something mm. and saying you know like these things sticking out mm. in the jungle, and you would have these crystalline versions yeah. sticking mm. out of the lush tropical rainforest. Um, yeah, I think. that kind of thought that he would bring something completely out of the, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, 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 the lighthouse, I remember, he said, um, I was in my friend's house in Greece, and his living room was the bottom of a bell. Mm -hmm. And as far as he was concerned, this was the space in which you entered, you, mm -hmm. in the, you arrived at the bottom of the well, where there was a little bit of water at the bottom, which was in the center of the sitting room of this Greek village. And then how he had this hole through into mm -hmm. a cliff and there was a veranda there. So now he kind of upturns that and you arrive at the bottom, go up the stair and then you go onto a cliff edge veranda. So it's this kind of way of 
taking experiences and then sharing it through his work. Yes. And I remember him saying, like, when he does something on site, it must feel like it's always been there. Mm. You know, mm. not that he has, I mean, he yeah. intervenes in that whole process, but you can't imagine any other thing when you go to the site. Once you've mm. been through, like, for mm. instance, Kandalama, the way we found the site and what mm. was finally done, can you ever imagine anything else on that site? Yeah, even, you can even see the lighthouse site when we first went, climbed on that hill mm. and had that beautiful view, but then how you get how up you there. How you get up there and all of that. And then suddenly he comes up with this completely... More than looking place, it's it's that you move through these places yes. and, and they just seem so natural. So and you natural. say, oh, yeah, this is obvious though, there's... Of course, there is a lot of manipulation for architects at the end of the day, but, but it, it's all fluid, it's not forced, it's... It doesn't feel it like it's manipulated, it feels like it's naturally there and it seems like the obvious thing to do. How do I get up to the little cliff, on the top of the cliff? Mm. It seems sensible to just go up there and be distracted a bit by the sculpture while you climb up the 15 feet and then you see this fabulous view which you get drawn to and that's as simple as that. There's no other major effort. It doesn't appear to be a major effort. Of course it's a major effort. Yeah. I mean, you dug into a hill and made a hole and made a concrete something. And, and, and I think it took ages with the whole light quality you wanted with the, on the yes. top of the door. Yeah. And for a year now... I remember again doing so many so drawings. Many he wanted the, light the sun to, that there should be light without rays of the sun ever coming in. Now we are sitting right by <laughs> the sea. <laughs> and so there are these, it's a series of holes yeah. all around, and then you're sitting and drawing light at <laughs> yeah. Oh God, poor man. Uh, because he, he just wanted it to glow. <laughs> <laughs> but he also wanted it to be open to the sky. <laughs> and he wanted it to glow. There are some, I don't know what happened to those Ian sketches. There yeah, are some yeah, really lovely know. Ian sketches yeah, yeah. Uh, where he kind of tried to imagine this yeah. conversation of trying to have a glowing <laughs> <laughs> but still open to sky and not, not one shred of sun, uh, not one ray of sun to come down. But uh, I mean, eventually that was almost impossible. And, and, and there is a very beautiful sort of a shaft of sun that, mm. that marks the passage of the day across that space. The slits, not the slits, yes. like overlapping slits. Yes, yes. Yes, that's what he wanted. He wanted the, the overlapping slits, slits, but he didn't want sun to come through those. He just wanted only the one shaft to come yeah. from above. But he needed a little bit more light. Mm -hmm. So it was all very complex. Mm -hmm. But he knew what he wanted. Yeah. <laughs> um, so can you what was the impact of Premadas' assassination on when you were working on Kandana, when he was instrumental in mm. uh, But no, he has already made those decisions. He had already made the decisions. Decisions so before he was assassinated. Yes, either so being built and so on. I, I think it was terribly tragic, but um, but I mean, on the, on the lead up to all of that, I mean, Premadasa's decision to back the project came after a major meeting. And for that, we worked. Mm. Remember, we worked overnight. Yes. You did yes. all the drawings. We were just hanging around. And, and, and then we made the model. Yes. And we made a model. We made a model of the hotel, showing that it was all beautiful, yeah. that the rain would come and go through. Mm. And 
And also, it's the first time we did elevations with the green. The green elevation? Yeah. Because we didn't have proper elevations from. <laughs> we never had elevations. Shortcut. But then, I guess for layman in a sense, yeah. I mean, what did the hotel look like? Yeah. Did you have that moment? Sometimes when you draw elevations, did you have that or were you always so. We, but for us, I don't think we had time to think because yeah. it was like Milroy was coming down the road while Sumangala was putting the last section two onto it and then suddenly it's all taken away. Yeah. Appointment with the president at a particular time. Yeah. And it was in the night, I think. Yeah, and then it all had to be taken off to president's yeah. secretariat. Very stressful time. Because they were going to stop it. The government was quite, mm. quite, quite going to stop it. And, 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 and Jeffrey, for some reason, was determined that this would go ahead. And Michael, I remember coming here and saying, sit exactly there, Jeff, you here, I was sitting there. Jeff, Jeff, I think we're going to get, we're going to stop. And Jeffrey said, Michael, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. And because we were halfway on site, we'd, we'd done the foundations. March, we had done the foundations. Mm-hmm. And this had to happen somehow in the end of March or whatever, March 92. And Prem with us died in 93. And I think between 92 March and the First of May in '93, there was a huge drama of mm. of people protesting and so on. And Premadasa had to make a call. I mean, he was questioned in Parliament at the 100 meter, mm. the 100 foot mm. flood level, and all of these questions were asked. And uh, and we had given certain lines and levels. And the Prime Minister was asked Prime Minister's question time, and and he said, "Well, there's 100 meters to the hotel from the high flood mark." because our surveyor had given us the wrong mark. So there was a whole sort of drama about that. And we were really, really stressed. I remember Milroy picking me up at 10 in the night from Atama's house and driving off to Kandama, sleeping in the veranda of the... So we had 10 o'clock, 11, 12, we arrived at 1 in the morning, and we had to meet a surveyor at 7 in the morning to bring him to, to, to really mark what this line was. It was a government surveyor. And, um, and, and, and Milroy and I sleeping on the sofas of the of the Gimangala because a guard let us in and there were no rooms, there were only six rooms. So we just slept, slept, and then early morning washed our faces in the public toilet and then rushed off to see this surveyor. And it was just, a, and meanwhile, they're here drawing drawings and trying to do whatever we had to do. And this presentation was made to the president. And, and he looked at it and I'm told, we were not there. We were with Deepal and someone else, not us. And we were all here, <laughs> all nervous. And, um, and, uh, and, and Prabhupada, all he said was, how many of my people will you, will you employ? <laughs> and when he meant my people, it meant the village people. And, and that was it. He said, I will, I will back it. And, uh, and I remember the day we got the lease. You remember we went and had a hopper field or something mm. like that at uh, Ratna Sivaram. Yes, yes. champagne and hoppers. Yeah. You remember? Yeah, I remember that. That was him. Yes. We went off yes. to see Mr. Sivaratnam when he, he was then the director of hotels at Angel Spence and he was invited to hoppers and that was hilarious. Yeah. But I mean, I have to say, I mean, as far as Premadas was concerned, it was giving alternative employment. And that this is where I think, you know, some of us, of course, disagree as well. Mm-hmm. But giving that alternative employment to the village was really key in, in his thinking process. So politically, I think, 
he was really, he backed it, simply to say. And I think Mr. Bhava really wanted, I mean, there was this whole criticism, no, that the Hikaduresque, the sacred city, it's really become, I mean, the beaches were one thing, but why did we want to take so many? Huge yeah. tourist yes. place to the sacred cities and the, and, and the village. So that whole, those images, those front page images of some tourists sitting on on a double statue, all of that came they out. They came out at that same time mm -hmm. and then we had Anurabhadar and Ayaka protesting. And Dambulla Temple, Sri Sumangala protesting. So it was a lot of stress for him, I think, that huge stress for him. I mean, if he went for the first time in his life, he went to London for 24 hours. I remember he went and then turned literally around turned around and came back because he was just so stressed by the fact that it might not happen. And because this was, I think, his. I I think it was a it was an idea that he had in his mind for a long, long time. And again, as I kind of mentioned before, the Mahakanda Hotel of nineteen sixty seven or sixty eight or sixty five I can't remember what that is is so much like this. And it must have and and I can imagine some client at that time saying, "Oh my God, this won't work." And it, he just must have been so determined. And when you have an idea, right, you just nurse it and nurse it and you want to build it and you want to build it. And suddenly you get this opportunity, you're almost finishing it and then suddenly somebody says, no, it can't happen. I mean, that's why for the wrong reasons. And for the wrong reasons, because, mm. because we had done everything right. I, mean, I remember for us to do an EIE is like, yes, that's the way it should happen. Yeah. That's the way we grew up because we were the first mm lot of people to do yeah. things like environmental mm. reports. For us, yeah. we don't think twice. When somebody says, so senior architects get upset even now. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I can remember learning more about what can Everything that happened. We had to abandon one part of the hotel. Yeah, because it was the wrong thing to do. And we said, fine. And we redrew everything. The whole double wing comes because of that. Much later. Yeah, yeah much later. Uh, so, so I think... I mean, for, certainly for me, I mean, for all of us, it was this extraordinary time. So much, I mean, Premadasa being killed was one thing, but you know, po the politics of it, the politics of the hotel. Uh, but fortunately, by the time, and for us, Premadasa had made the final call and said it was going ahead. And, and, and we finished in 94? 94? 95. Well, 94, I think the... 95. You were not here? No. You were here in Portugal. Yeah. And we all went for the opening, remember? Well, you, we, no, I didn't go to, I wasn't here for the opening. I remember yes, going yes, yes. It was in 94, I came back in December of 94. And, then, and the three of us went to... And only the wing, the wing was open, Sigrid was yeah. open, that's true. Yeah. And we went up. And, and it was wonderful, it was nearly empty in those days. You had it all to yourself. Because the hotel was yourself. It was really wonderful. Because also while it was, I mean, it became such a uh, controversial project that a lot of people came to see, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes, I remember. That's the right. image. Yeah. People would come to see the construction site. <laughs> it was quiet. Yeah, yes. yes. It was such a, I mean, it was front page news news for about two months or three yeah. months. We had mm. to have uh, people giving tours so that we had the <laughs> positive, uh, you know. So the, the Vandana yeah. would come to Damul. Yeah. Before going to Sigiriya, it would come to the Kandalama <laughs> site yeah. 
and all these old ammes and you know old grannies and children and everybody would come up and they would be shown the site from a particular they started happening so the hotel hotel i mean i must say that yeah. uc jayasinghe said yes let's use this to our advantage so he created a little place so that they could all come and come see and look at the site and somebody would explain to them that this is how it's going to happen and how the water will flow and all of this happened and uh, when it opened for the first 6 months the same buses would come up to the hotel they would be taken right through the build of the lounge they would be given a little passion fruit and sent back in the bus so this was part of the process of and i think it all came from i think the ethos that jeffrey kind of set up i think that that kind of passion for doing what was right yeah and he had to stand by it especially that whole kadwa thing i remember because he didn't want he was very clear you see was the ideal manager mm. to start the hotel because they had a really good relationship and you see brought the starting crew so all yes. the staff were really being trained there in the staff quarters here you still have a, a trace of that ethos going yeah. through something that's about passion for the place and plants they grew and everything jibi was completely involved no uh, non endemic or non indigenous species were to be allowed on the site and so on and, uh, and, and years later one of the falling outs i had with kangalamus that they started planting royal palms along the pathway fortunately they all died because i could have told them that but um it, it, they've now understood it because the new management had taken over and they were they were sort of out there but eventually they understood and uh, i have to say i mean to this day it's now is it being cleaned up again nothing's happened to the to the image behind the reception no 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 they were going to change it. they were going to change it and they would put brass on the the reception counter and things like that so all of that is out now i think they right. completely understand that this is this is what they have now i think after a point when something reaches 30 years uh you are kind of that that's history that and suddenly it's becoming historic and now they see the huge interest in bawa people are just simply coming to see the hotel because it's down by bawa and that's uh it's wonderful to see that i mean you go there and you see all these people fascinated by the things that i don't know we sat here and just had fun doing i mean <laughs> We were not that young. <laughs> no, not in my case. You were twenty-eight. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty-eight, twenty-nine. Yes. Yes. Maybe thirty. Yeah. But on a project that was so, so complex in so many ways, and with somebody who sounds like he was not someone to make proclamations or statements, but do you think that 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 experience impacted how you? each kind of defines or developed your own politics your own your own of where you are architects still and um the kind of mm-hmm. things you try to bring into your practice i think a lot of it for me i mean my the lesson i took was pride i mean you have to take pride on what you do and you have to put your soul into it and i think every one of us learn that actually we are passionate about what we do uh, we try to be 
we don't want to walk past one of all buildings and be embarrassed by it. We want to make sure that we can say, that's mine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, I think all of us would probably say that. But also in terms of the, the critique that Kazakhstan was getting while it was coming up. Um, you know, I remember kind of saying that Jeffrey was making him, even at his age, kind of question. No, he didn't. But, but I think the critique hurt him. I mean, particularly when it mm -hmm. came from his friends, like mm -hmm. Auntie Chandi, and I don't really said a singer. Uh, who was uh, part of Rumbra and she came here and looked at it and, and I remember him sitting here and saying, oh, Chandi, have you seen the hotel? And she had, she said no. And that was for him really upsetting because she was very critical, very vocally critical, and she knew little about it. And actually it was Suhanya's mother, uh, Kama Rafa, who had brought her. She was visiting her. She was visiting her. She was visiting her. her. Mm. They were staying in the upstairs room. I never forget that. Yes. Uh, why didn't you come in? <laughs> <laughs> why didn't you come? And the model was on the table. Have you seen the hotel? And 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 she had been on the newspapers. Critical. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think it did hurt him. It hurt him most when it came from close people, uh, because I think he felt he shared an ethos or some kind of understanding of values. And uh, it, it really did upset him. But I have to also say, I mean, that, that what Heine said, that, that, because he knew he had put his soul into this. He wasn't going to back down. You can't he back down. He wasn't going to be a failure. He was not going to let it be a failure. So yeah. I think that's why he got so mad when he found people doing those fire limbo and that sort of thing. As in yes. the daylight at the hotel, do you think that was keeping him? You know, he was very critical about Yeah, because like he, that. he knew that he had put so much of himself and his reputation uh, on the line. I mean, he, but, I mean, he could have retired. I mean, he had more than enough money. He had a huge reputation. And uh, he could have just calmly, as David Robson had once said at a lecture, right? I mean, you remember that lecture that Alex and everybody had been to, and Alex got very upset because David mm -hmm. said that Jeffrey retired. And Alex had gone up and said, no, he didn't retire. I'm just working in his office, <laughs> <laughs> which is really so funny. <laughs> because David hadn't seen Jeffrey for some years. And I think for some reason, the news he was getting was that Jeffrey had retired. He had retired from the R&B, of course, and he was secretly working here with Sumangala. And, 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 uh, and, and then a few years later, we were doing Kandala as well. Uh, Kandala made to 1991-92. Alex had had been to the office, he hadn't started working with us yet. And David was giving a lecture at the AA or one of these London no, maybe places. Manchester. Oh, that, yeah, somewhere he was giving mm. a lecture. And he had said how Jeffrey Barber then retired to his garden in Lunenburg. No, he took me to his office. <laughs> and, and, and he could have easily done that. Uh, but of course, he had this passion to, 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 to make things. No, even in the late 80s, people have asked me. I mean, like university head of university, and that uh, oh, because when, when uh, isn't Jeffrey? Uh, I mean, wouldn't he hasn't, yeah, hasn't he no, no, I've had that. I mean, I was yeah. I had gone to a university um, exhibition at the British Council, and I was of course by then I had been nominated the official walking stick, so I was literally Jeffrey was holding on to yes his shoulder. And he was looking at a drawing here, and, and then there was 
the head of the university, Rex to me. Oh, you're back? And I said, yes, I'm back. Because just soon after I'd come back. And uh, so where are you working? And I said, with Jeffrey Bauer. And this is ridiculous because here was this man holding onto my shoulder. And he was like, with Jeffrey Bauer. And, oh, is he working? Mm-hmm. And it's ridiculous because this was within hearing distance yeah. of Jeffrey standing and here looking at a drawing. And, and so, so that kind of occasional jibes would come. Mm, but really. I think, I mean, for us, it was like, as far as I was concerned, I was working for the most extraordinary office. That was it, and that's the only office I ever knew. But there was all of that, I mean, that was, mm. which we had to generally put up with and, and, and generally ignore, because I, I, I don't think we were snooty, but we just thought, yeah, we were doing wonderful things and we were enjoying every moment. Yeah. We knew there was quality to what we yeah. were doing. Yeah. Integrity. Yeah. And integrity. There was integrity. That we learned that you do not do certain things. And, and that, that I think we've all stuck to those things. I mean, they had values that were second nature in the office. Uh, you know, whatever Jeffrey did, if there was anything untoward, it was absolutely not something we knew about. And we only knew that side. We just, so whatever people say, I can always say that I, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and this whole notion that Jeffrey broke buildings and things, certainly not in our time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he certainly broke a few things at the lighthouse, I remember, because they were wrong. I mean, they hadn't followed the drawings. Mm-hmm. And I think you have every right to break it down if they hadn't followed the drawings. Uh, but I think he was very mm-hmm. conscious of all of that. And then these unfair comments that sometimes people if somebody hadn't built a wall and he had a different idea about it, he might say, well, shift it. But he wouldn't say, now knock it down. Mm. That was not something he, he did. Um, so those are some of the stories that we had to, of course, occasionally field answers to. Um, but, you know. he probably enjoyed the fact that all those <laughs> <laughs> stories were there, even though they were not true. I'm sure he, yeah, he probably sure enjoyed he, it. He enjoyed the, having people thinking, oh, it's so difficult, it's such a diva. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is all he said, no? Maybe yeah. working in this small space probably we had a different relationship. Yes, exactly. And I, I remember, I mean, we would the sweep into the SLIA exhibition, just sort of, mm-hmm. you know, the two, three of us, and then mm-hmm. Jeffrey sort of, you know, just asked everybody else, like, nobody else existed, really. <laughs> and we just go around. And, and sweep out. We would not attend any of the sessions. <laughs> Just walk in and walk out. Was he interested in what was happening? I think he he he, he, want, he wanted to go and see yeah, what was on the boards and what was yeah. happening. Now it's like a fiasco, like a mela. Fair. But those days, the, the only architecture was in the one, it, it was yeah. really yeah. very elegant. Because yeah, we walked really, in, yeah. the main lobby was the only space where architecture was displayed. Yeah. And you had to really battle to get that space. And very straightforward on both sides, just little alcoves of, of work. So you could, you could, I remember coming up to check mm. and going around to see them. And then you had the exhibition in the, in the, in the, in the, in the dining room yeah. behind. And then a few things on the veranda, that was it. It was very, very nice. And then the opening happened in the main hall and the sessions in the committee rooms, that was it. And we would go. Mm-hmm. From time to time, and I, I at once I remember Minette being there. And yes, 
Hello, me, Angie. Hello, Jeffrey. Walked away. <laughs> 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 1999. 1992. Or something like that. Something like that. She was in her red lion hat tail, earlier in her hair, all white hair, all tied back with a sort of, you know, frangipani, and her red lion hat and like kabapurutu like hat that she would wear. So it was like, it was really funny. Yes, because I mean, we were having such a good time that Jeffrey would occasionally want to be part of our life. And I'll never forget one. Remember that whole thing that we were all plotting to have a party without him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what are you doing this evening? What are you doing? And all of us are saying nothing. nothing. <laughs> no, no, Jeffrey, nothing, nothing, nothing. But he knew something was going on. Going on. I, I think it was a party at my house or at Alex's. Right? You remember, I mean, there was something going on and he would occasionally invite himself <laughs> to our little, if he didn't have an occasion, because he didn't want to be left out in many ways. Yeah. Very dangerous when at six or seven o'clock when he ordered uh, a sandwich. sandwich. Yeah. No, no, when yeah. he would ask he you, would you, oh, would you, would you have a sandwich at six yeah. o'clock? <laughs> you go until ten o'clock. <laughs> and none of us ever said no. No, that's true. That's we enjoyed it. Really, yeah, because we enjoyed it. Yeah, it was really. I don't know whether we, any of us are able. I, I know whether I am able to give what Jeffrey gave to the kids who work with us now. Uh, do that kind of thing. But certainly, I I I I don't want to miss that for mm -hmm. for anything. It's another world, though, It is another world. Yeah, it is another world. That was. It was a, 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 a point at which things shifted, right? From being, I, I don't know, I don't know. I, I, I've never known any other office, so it's difficult for me to say, but I just feel that there was, there, there was a moment when it shifted. And, and it was definitely the shift between the hand-drawn to the computer-drawn. So, and that also, I think, changed the way one related with your your boss or your or your mentor or whoever you worked with. Um, because you know, way, the connection with the project also changes. The whole mm. the drawing, they are physical with the reality. Because you know, you sat and drew like that. Now mm. you're sitting and looking at a computer and drawing that and then bringing something that's almost complete onto the table. So it's a very different relationship. Whereas the drawing that you did here, and I was telling you, Shari, when you put one layer of sheet over the other, remember all the projects had that. Mm -hmm. And I tried to show that to you in a set of drawings of the Triton that you had, which is one of the few sets we mm -hmm. kept, where you had the sketch and then that was improved upon and that was improved upon and that was improved mm -hmm. upon. So the design process happened together, right? As a kind of thing. And then, then you drew it. Whereas now the process is different. And so I think deep down the process is very similar. It doesn't yeah. really matter whether they were using your hand or a mouse. Mm. The relationship between, say, if you're working with someone, it, it's it's obviously a lot more isolating to yeah. look at mm. the screen all day. But but in in essence, it's it's the same process. But somehow, I mean, I, I feel there's a difference in the in the relationship um, between. Them. I mean, some people enjoy it. I mean, there are kids who just love it and, and they, they revel in it and enjoy it. I mean, I think 
that goes without saying, but yeah. yeah. It could also make things uh, faster as well, because if I, I mean, I can use the computer, but I don't, but I sketch by hand, and then every time it is, only at one point it goes into a computer, and then I keep on changing, changing but, they, but on by hand, but not by computer. No, I mean, I, I, I do the same, but I suppose I, I do it in a much more isolated way, because of stupid way I travel mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I have this wonderful thing called the iPad with the <laughs> iPen so it comes as a PDF and you sketch on it and it's set up it's so terribly isolating in that way so I suppose it's really my fault for not being in the office in the way that say Jeffrey was I mean you have to say he came to office at 9.30 yeah, yeah. and he left for his siesta and lunch and siesta at about 2 o'clock sometimes at 3.30 and that wonderful, again, cartoon by Sumangala which he found on his lunch plate, which Janet all fallen and all that. <laughs> because he went on at 3.30 or something. Sometimes, yeah. Oh, sometimes if you have a great lunch, breakfast, that come at 10, 30, 11. And then you go on. Then you go on. And we turn up here at 9.30 after our breakfast at whatever we are doing, maybe we're going to be in the game or something at 7 o'clock or something. And he'd go on till 3, 3.30. Yeah. Um, yes. But I don't, I mean, I think I speak for everyone when we say, I don't think we would have missed it really. Everything mm -hmm. was just, Absolutely. it was an extraordinary time mm -hmm. at, a, at an extraordinary time in Sri Lanka. And, uh, and we just had a really, really incredible experience. Um, which, yeah, which have made who we are, I suppose. And that's who we are. Leave it on that note. Yes, leave it yeah. on that note. I mean, it's getting to six o'clock. We need a gin and tonic. We would like to thank the trustees of the Jeffrey Bauer Trust and our generous patrons and sponsors for the Bauer 100 program. This podcast is copyrighted to the Jeffrey Bauer Trust. All rights reserved. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out to us at archive at gbtrust.net. We would love to hear from you. To find more resources on Jeffrey Bauer, attend our events or volunteer, you can visit our website or follow us on social media. Please hit subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember to leave us a review because this helps people find us more. Until next time, take care.